Before we get into this episode, I have to mention that I am not a financial advisor nor claim to be one. Everything you hear in this episode are going to be things that I'm actively doing and have done in the crypto stock market space. Act at your own discretion. guys it looks like we're all in the same boat here now and you're probably wondering what's going to happen next in crypto and really all of the coins too but maybe even more particularly bitcoin on this episode i want to run down everything that has been happening and what to expect as we close on this year 2021 amazing how it's flown i mean we're already eight months in it's crazy how time moves and head into 2022 I'm also going to talk about decisions that I've recently made and planning on making here down the road not too far from now in this crypto space and in the ETF stock market space too. And then you guys can decide what you want to do based off of all of that information. But first, if you're going to get ahead of the curve on all this, you're going to need to be well rested and you're going to need to be on a great night of sleep. I have your perfect solution. Proper has been helping to aid my sleep every night because of their hemp-infused products, which I would recommend to everyone with a pulse, humans of course. Their hemp is sourced from an Oregon-based, vertically integrated supplier for seed-to-shelf quality and traceability. Proper third-party tests every formula for purity, and they verify the absence of heavy metals, microbes, and pesticides. If you've been longing for a better night's sleep, you can head to getproper.com And tell them we sent you by using code SPP for 10% off of your order. I'd recommend the Discovery Pack to all of you out there who aren't really sure. And then you can figure out what you like. My two favorites that Proper offers is Sleep Restore, which helped to restore the sleep from your night before. Or Sleep Immunity, which is also a favorite of mine that helps to build and strengthen your immune system. So again, you can use code SPP for 10% off at getproper.com. Well, now that you guys have a sleep solution, you can think straight on this because I can tell you there have been so many times where I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to sleep that much tonight. I'll be okay. I'll sleep the next day. And the day that follows after that is an absolute disaster, train wreck, all of those words in that ballpark. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. And I'm really happy that Proper and us are partnered together They've been amazing, and hopefully they're helping so many of you out there around the world. How are you guys feeling right now about crypto? And I know I can't hear you. We've been over this. But you're sure you're kind of a little uneasy, and I feel the same, and I, I empathize with you. And I know that feeling. It's one of those roller coasters that you never get off of once you get onto it, and it has the craziest turns, jumps, you name it, has all of it. And you're probably wondering what to do now. And as of this date, we're recording August 11th. I believe Bitcoin's around 45,000, maybe closer to 46. And Ethereum is 3,100, 3,200, same, same deal into in where it's been the past couple of days. And some of you are in big. And if you are, welcome to the club. As I mentioned, this roller coaster, you will never get off of as many times as you want to convince yourself. And some of you are casually dropping by and putting a little bit in. And I think at this point, I think that's safer 
and good on you for doing that and getting involved. But what I want to do before I talk about what I'm doing is paint the clearest picture of Bitcoin right now, what it has been, and then allow you guys to decide what's best for you. So if we take it back all the way to December of 2020, eight months ago, something like that, if I can do simple math right, which sometimes you would be surprised, I can't. Middle of December, Bitcoin hit 20,000 for the first time. Huge number. Everybody was going crazy. All the projections and predictions came in about what was going to happen. Fast forward that to now April of this year, 2021, three or four months in, and Bitcoin goes up $43,000 to around 63 or 64,000. So in a span of four months, Bitcoin rose 40,000. And prior to that, in December, it hit that 20,000 high. So now we're in April of 2021. Bitcoin's around 64,000. Now the projections and predictions are crazy. If you can remember for everybody who has been in it and all of you out there, people are saying it's going to 150 by the end of the year, 200, 100. I never really believe any of that. I always take it with a grain of salt because I do know that it's really risky and then you start putting your money into it and you start getting a little bit nervous and I feel for you there too. So then we take it to June of this year, a few months after April, about five months later, and Bitcoin plummets. It gets cut in half from that 64000 and we're now sitting in June at around 30000 and people are saying, buy the dip. This is the correction. It's going to stay here. This is going to be the floor. And then it drops under 30000 a little bit more. Now, take it to where we are today here in August. Bitcoin is back. It is, as I mentioned already, around 45000 the day that we're recording. And based on when you hear this, I would check because this thing fluctuates like nothing I've ever seen before. So as I just took you through that timeline of events in just the last eight months, you see how many ups and downs there are. And for me with Bitcoin, and I even relate this back to when we talk about relationships, but I feel myself thinking about it with Bitcoin too, and I'm going to tie it in. It's not about how good it is when it's good because we can pump it up, the optimism That's really kind of what Bitcoin runs on. I know that's not everything, but that's a huge part of it. But it's really about how bad it gets when it's bad and how much you can manage. Do you really want to throw in when it goes down to 23? All the people become negative all of a sudden that were positive. There's a lot happening. And sure, I could have came on here and pitched you on one side of it all being negative and then pitched you on the total opposite side of it being positive and not showing you the other side. I personally believe that everybody out there who is writing about Bitcoin, you're seeing it in these huge, huge corporations, these writers, they all have a motive. And with me and me talking to you guys right now, I really don't have a motive. I'm just trying to make sure that you guys do better and ultimately grow. And I think with Bitcoin now, it feels like the negative stories are outweighing the positive. And you guys know I'm the positive vibes only guy, of course. But when it comes to this, you got to be real. So I'll take a positive spin on it for a second and just run down kind of what has been happening a little bit. So we know, of course, that Tesla is in on Bitcoin huge. Back in February or January, somewhere around there, they got in for close to $2 billion. That's huge. That helps, of course, the value of Bitcoin and the optimism 
grew like crazy, and that explains why it ultimately got to 64,000 or 63,300, whatever it was. Then, all of a sudden, a few months ago, Amazon decides to post a job, and the job is something around blockchain product lead or something like that, and immediately everybody out there is talking about, okay, well, maybe Amazon now is going to accept Bitcoin as payment. Like that was a speculation. You try and put two and two together, but I don't think it's that easy sometimes. And then all these other countries now are making Bitcoin a legal tender in their country. And really it's the currency of the country. I actually was watching something and one of the countries, it might've been El Salvador. I don't remember where it was somewhere in the world. I know there's so many places and that's so vague, but they literally are running their community within the country through Bitcoin. And it's incredible to see that happen because you think about where it could go. So that's kind of the positive take. And I know there's not a lot there, but there is some there. And now we take it to negative stories. And I think this is important. And I think you know how I just mentioned about Tesla dumping money into Bitcoin, about $1.5 billion or whatever, $2 billion back in February. Well, in May, of course, you guys know Elon Musk and Tesla are like, we're not doing this anymore. There's environment concerns. We all know that 85% of coin that is mined is China coin. How does China produce their Bitcoin? They have to burn coal to produce the electricity to mine the Bitcoin. It's a terrible process. I don't know why we're still doing it in 2021. And that's, of course, why Elon Musk said that Tesla would no longer be doing crypto payments all the way back in May. Then you have like the United Kingdom blocking payment to crypto exchanges. You have the FBI seizing millions of dollars in Bitcoin from criminals. I mean, that's a huge problem, obviously. There's really a lot of problems. And it doesn't seem like there's a solution, but I think that in itself is so important to like lay that out for all of you and figure out what are you going to do. And you're wondering, is this thing going to rise again? That's the question. You're trying to figure out, okay, do I get in now because it's only growing more? Do I wait? What do I do? Right now, there are crackdowns in China. You know, that's one of my biggest concerns, and I'll talk about that here in a second. But there's major crackdowns in China on Bitcoin. Of course, the government wants their share to there. 85% of coin, as I mentioned, is China coin, and that would be a huge problem. And I'm going to talk about why that could be a problem or it could be good again here in a second. Also, environmental concerns. I think a lot of you are like, I don't give a shit about the environment. I just want to make money. But I think it's important to talk about and have a conversation about it because we're burning coal. We're, we're doing that. We're putting that into the atmosphere. Our planet is on fire. What are we doing? Right? I mean, that's another problem that's, of course, happening. And that's happening solely in China. So now you're wondering, what am I doing? Right? What is going on? How am I feeling on this? What is my situation? Originally, before Bitcoin got to where it is now, back at 44, I told a few people that are on the on the close end of things that I would be selling off a little bit at 44,000. Did that come true? Of course it didn't because I get greedy and we all do, but I probably should have. I'm a Bitcoin lifer. I don't think I'm going anywhere and I don't think I ever would sell even that much and I'm trying to be smart and, again, not greedy. But that really is the ultimate killer for all of you out there, and we've all been through it, who invest is the greed. You're like, oh, well, what if I can make 
a, a few more thousand or a few more whatever, however much you have in, right? All based on the percentages. You can see like how high it jumps and you think to yourself, what if it gets here? What if it gets there? And you just continually convince yourself that it's never going to drop. Well, as we mentioned through that timeline of events, Bitcoin sure does love to drop and it drops in a hurry. My thing is, and I I tell people this all the time, and I, I try and take this advice with myself, you're never going to be bad about making money. Like, maybe you make a little bit less, but you're never going to be mad about it. So why are you being greedy? And yes, I know I should play that over for myself when I do get into certain situations with this. I think for me, it this is like all based off of like when the correction is coming, which I actually believe is probably sooner than later. And I don't really love what I'm hearing about China right now. Like I mentioned the amount of coin that is in China. And that takes me to another question. And I'm opening the floor to all of you out there listening. Let's say China does crack down and all of a sudden they cannot mine Bitcoin anymore, right? That is not allowed to happen. I don't think it'll get that extreme, but it could. You never know it's China. That means it would become scarce. And do we think it becomes more valuable if it's scarce? I'm not sure about that. We all know that Bitcoin's bread and butter has been more about people mining it so that one day the goal of it is to be the world's currency. So my thing is, okay, well, let's say it's scarce to people like me who have been in it for a while. Sure, it's maybe more valuable, but to everybody else out there, they have no say in this. I mean, you're not going to have access to it. That price would skyrocket, right? That's what you would think. If, If there's No coin coming out of China. That's 15% of coin coming from all over the world. And of course, that would expand if that did happen in China. So what happens? Does that mean, okay, it becomes scarce? Does it become more valuable because it's scarce? I don't know. Because we, we just talk about this. It relies on more people mining and mining so that one day it can be the world's currency and really overtake the U.S. dollar and really be, again, the currency that every country uses. Now, will it get there is another question. My position right now is just to continually hold. I don't really know if I'm going to sell off. I think my position obviously is a little bit more unique than the average person just because I got in so early. So I think for you, you have to again, judge your risk and how much you're willing to continually take And then figure it out. I mean, I think at this point, if you're really worried about this and you have a lot into crypto and you've kind of gotten cracked a little bit because it's gone up, it's gone down. I don't know when you bought it. Like if you bought it at 63,000, which I know some people that did, it's only at 45 now. So, I mean, you're still down significant money from when you bought. So you got to make that decision for yourself. I still don't believe there's anything wrong with the ETF and stock market. Go into your Amazons, go into your Apples, go into those type of companies where you can just put your money there and let it sit. I look at those, unless you're a day trader, as sunk cost. Now, of course, they're not sunk cost because they're going to appreciate in value. At least that's what you hope. And with a company like Amazon who, I mean, you look at the one store that they have where you can literally go in, grab what you're going to get and walk out. You don't even have to pull your card out because they recognize you as a member of Amazon. I mean, imagine that in every city around the world. And that's really where the future is going. So you go into those companies like that, that are bigger, you're going to sleep a little bit better at night and just leave your money in. I know there's red and there's green and 
Sometimes it gets really bad. Whatever happens, happens. But that's one company that I would be crazy shocked if it just all of a sudden plummeted. So that's where I would go if I was all of you out there. And that's kind of what I'm doing. Again, I know my position's a little bit different than all of you. And really everybody's position is different. But the Bitcoin thing right now, I'm a little little worried because of China and the crackdowns. And when they make threats, they sometimes actually follow through and it can be scary as to what may end up happening. So you guys can make the decision based off of what you're going to do. Um, hopefully I laid that out for you. I think that timeline of events is really intriguing to look at. I've never really looked at it like that because of how many ups and downs. And as I mentioned earlier, we're all strapped into this roller coaster. It's really hopefully uphill from here. And with all that being said, that's the episode. Shout out to Proper for sponsoring this episode. You can head to getproper.com and tell them we sent you by using code SPP for that 10% off. Also, you can head to antforella.com slash partners for other deals and discounts that are available to all of you there. We have 16 partners now. So incredible how that has happened over time. I hope you guys have the best week and I will talk to all of you later. Later.